podcast. Hello and welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast, episode number 95, which means, oh whoa, just over a month we will be on episode 100. Shit. Where the hell has the time gone to get there? Um, thank you for everyone's listened so far. Again, have to apologise for this week's podcast being late. You know, truth be told, I just wasn't really feeling in the mood to do the podcast. Not that um, I had loads on or anything. Just, you know, not in the, the headspace for it. And also had a bit of a cold, so it'd be very sniffly. Couldn't really breathe out of my nose, so there would have been a lot of, like... <sighs> Darth Vader, you know, it'd be a lot of Luke Skywalker. Hello, I'm your father. Do you like that? Do you filthy little space slut? Imagine that's how Darth Vader speaks. I haven't actually ever really seen Star Wars in the time in which my brain was able to compute it. You know, probably seen it when I was a kid. Remember watching it when I was a wee boy, but haven't really been too into it as an adult because. You know, I had friends and stuff, but each to their own, but I just didn't want to record, you know, so the podcast is late because I was sniffly, um, I had Holly all weekend who was also sick, so it was just two wee sick bears in quarantine really over the weekend, um, as you can tell, my uh, my throat's nearly cleared, I'm nearly better, I've still got a wee touch of that Macy Gray about me, ah. I wear goggles when you are not near. Goodbye and nacho. Try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. <laughs> I wear goggles when you are not near. Yeah, but I'm clearing. I'm feeling good. You know, I'm back. Um... And yeah, I'm, I'm giving it you. Again, I probably, in realistic terms, shouldn't be recording my podcast right now because, hey, guess what? It's Monday night. It's 11.30pm and I've already recorded a podcast today, the Boytown Podcast. And um, yeah, the Boytown Podcast ran over a little bit tonight. We ended up talking shit for like an hour and a half again. Then had to record an audition because, as you guys know, not only am I an excellent stand-up comedian, oh, a peerless podcaster, I'm also an immaculate actor, you know? So, again, you're probably going, hmm. <laughs> if you're that immaculate, David, why do you have to audition? Because I have to give people a chance, you know? have to just let people do what people will do. So... I had to record that, a wee self-tape, and then I'm back home to the house and record the podcast. Now, did I come home to the house having text my wife to be like, are you still awake? Because, you know what, I like to see her. You know, it's nice to see her. And no reply to my message, got home, all the lights are on. Now, I know if the lights are off, she's up in bed. If the lights are on, I'm thinking, oh, she's still kicking about you know she could be watching tv or doing you know like baking or cooking or cleaning just you know doing other wifey things oh i love saying shit like that i don't mean it but i love saying it because i know there's someone out there going ah a bloody bloody chauvinistic misogynist fuck when really 
it's just some it's just a word uh, just words and words are all I have again I tried to I don't know whether it was I was initially thinking boys on but I probably should have done BG shouldn't I it's only words and words are all I have to take your heart away yeah but I again came home to the house looked in lights are on can see my wife's bones her head on the sofa, but the TV's on blue screen. And I'm thinking, oh no, please no. Because last night I'd just been to the cinema to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So again, thinking the worst. You know, I'm like, oh no, there's been a home break in, there has been a home invasion, there's somebody has killed my Fabi. And when I got the key in the door, the dog ran the door, so I went, ah, they've not, they've not killed the family. They haven't, because if they're going to kill them, they definitely, they definitely kill a dog, because, I mean, he would ruin the other killings. You know, he would be in and about, he's always in your feet. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to do a murder, you don't need a wee dog running in and around your feet, just barking and just being a dick. You'd be like, fuck off, I'd just boot him, you'd have to boot him, but then he wouldn't die, cause, yeah. and you just have to kill him too, you know, so that's when I went, alright, okay, went in, just to sleep in the sofa, you know, so I went, oh, thank goodness, still, when you've been doing a podcast and whatever, there's a degree of, you know, emotional excitement, you're kind of, you know, you're pumped up, you've got your the adrenaline flowing, you know, you've, and then you get it back from back home from doing the podcast, from doing whatever else you're doing, audition, sketches, comedy, whatever. Then just comes a big adrenaline dump. You just go, oh, I am so sleepy. And that's racist, I guess, that I did that voice. But hey, apologies to all my Mexican listeners. I don't know why that happened. But <clears throat> yeah, just got her. She went to, went to the bed, had a wee look at the chair. And then I was like, right, I'll go and record my podcast now. Went in to find a chair. And I was like, oh, nah, where's her dummy? She's thrown her dummy out of the cot. This is a disaster. Because I'm in the dark again. I eat my carrots. I can see a bit in the dark. I do have vision of a hawk, as proven by Specsavers. You know, I actually went into Specsavers because I was getting headaches. My wife was like, your eyesight's terrible. Your eyesight's terrible, darling. And I went, nah, bitch, it ain't. It's like, I can see anything. You know, it's like how... If my eyes are so bad, can I see all the wrinkles in your face? No, I didn't say that. Because Sly and she does have a very immaculate skin complexion. But I thought, you know what? I'll shut her up. I'll go to Specsavers. Do the eye test. Shock horror. The blue air into my eyes. Lo and behold, best eyes in the world. Now, is that true? Yes. People in Specsavers are like, oh my God, guy. Your eyes actually are not human. And I went, I know. Hawkeye. Got two Hawkeyes. You know, fortunately I'm scared of heights. so I can never be to the height to really test my Hawkeyes. But again, shut her up for a bit. So thankfully my headache's probably just like a tumour or something, you know. So not worry about that. But my point being that I had to try and find where this dummy was in the dark, right? Couldn't see it anywhere had they the old phone light out and hooked down the side of the cot no sign in the cot no sign on holly's being no sign because hey guess what we we can clip dummies to children now you know um 
to their clothes, not just to their bare skin, because, oh, you know, social services will be at the door. You know what? Lighten up social services. You know, then they, my child, do what I want. And that's just me. You know, I just do do whatever the hell I feel like. You know, like when I was younger, I used to have trolls. You know, as my mum used to say, because she's just old now, you know. Trolls. Like, fuck. Ever heard of language, mum? You know, I used to cut my trolls' hair. It's true, you know. Again, oddly, stripped all their clothes off and cut their hair. Only had male trolls that had muscles, you know, like a lot of trolls are plump, wee fat belly things with their long hair. I, for some reason, had an absolutely jacked, grey-haired troll that came in like a <laughs> like a Fred Flintstone style leopard print outfit. I was like, nah, my troll doesn't wear this. He's nude. And you know what else he doesn't have? This stupid unkempt hair. My troll has a neat flick. So I just cut it down, buzz cut of my troll. Just left him naked in my room. My parents were like, why do you have just a really jacked naked troll in your room? I'm like, hey, so I live my life. <laughs> like, if I want to have a jack troll, hey, I've got a jack troll, you know. If I don't want to have just one of those fat pot belly things, I don't want just any old <laughs> fat troll. I'm Mr. Trollympia. You know, that's what... <laughs> He's got this absolute jack Trollympia in the corner. Yeah, have a painted him in Ron Seal. <laughs> Mahogany stain. Yeah, because I don't have regular run-of-the-mill trolls. I've got Mr. Trollympia. Now, September is the month of Mr. Olympia, you know. Um, do Mr. Olympia wear posing pouches? Yes. Did my Mr. Trollympia? No, because he liked to show everyone all that he was about. You know, that's what I was like. I was like muscly and jack naked trolls. And hey, is what it is. And that's the same attitude I like to adopt the parenting. You know, do things a little bit differently. You know, if I want to clip my dummy to my baby's bare skin, teach it a lesson, I'll do it. You know, not that I do though, I actually just clip it to her sleeping bag because I mean, it probably would generally be an issue if I did do that. But, you know, tripped it, tripped it, clipped it to her sleeping bag and, you know, it's off. <laughs> you know, so you go into the, the room to check on her, make sure she's all right. And you walk in and it's terrifying. It's like, oh, I'm going to be sick. It's like real life Jenga. Do you know what I mean? You go in. You see your kid, you're like, oh no, why would I buy a block of wood to stress me out about falling when I could just go into a room with a baby and try and not waken it? You know, especially you go in, you see no dummies. You go, oh no. You look in and around the bed, see nothing. Do you know? Nothing at all. You go in with your hawk eyes, see nothing. Do you know? And all you need to do is find the dummies. So eventually you get the light look around, see down the back of the cot, not one, not two, three dummies, and I'm like, all right, get down, try and reach it, arms are too short and too jacked, too thick, these arms are like, they're like, lit, like my arms, my biceps are probably like most, around most people's legs, like my biceps are like, they're like Hulk Hogan's 24 inch python brothers, you know. Um, so couldn't fit underneath the cot without just 
pumping the baby up into the sky, you know. If I went under there and flexed, it's like a bloody jack of a car. So I thought, oh no. But thank God, I had a back scratcher, an extendable back scratcher, which I have right now in my hands. But hey, guess what? I don't have a video podcast because I don't have enough Patreons yet, so I can't show you it. But hey, listen to the noise it makes. Oh, wow. There. Oh. Sounds a lot like a horse. Hey, party partner. Weird content anyway. So I eventually got that, hooked it out, hooked all the dummies out, put a dummy onto her, clipped it, left the dummy on the side of the... I don't even know what that is in her room. of like this wee shelf, say. Put it on that just in case. She throws it down the back and wakens in the middle of the night and we need some last minute, you know, pacifying stressful right so I did that I was like right okay now I'm in the mood to do the podcast but then for some reason my tummy was like nah man you need, you need to go to the toilet I was like oh no I can't go to the upstairs toilet because my wife has decided to take herself in there and clean her teeth and all and I mean bad etiquette to just go in drop the bags and go right love that sounds again like a horse I get a job in the sound department of a major film. Anyway, I thought, nah, I'll just go downstairs to the downstairs toilet because you know what? I'm an opulent guy. I live in a house with two toilets, whatever. Get over it. You know, I'm a successful comedian. I'm a successful guy. I don't like to dwell on it. I don't like to boast about it, whatever. But I went downstairs and now everybody has a favourite toilet. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not a true person if you honestly don't have a favourite toilet. Now, my favourite toilet is my upstairs toilet. Why? Because it's spacious and it's comfortable. Now, let me just say, I've got this weird story about me. I don't know if I've said this before in a podcast. I don't sit in the toilet seat when I go to the toilet. Why? Because when I was a little boy, I caught my willy foreskin between the toilet seat and the little like clip-on air freshener. I don't know why my willy was fed underneath the toilet seat in to a little air freshener. Who knows? But it caught. I stood up. I thought I'd torn probably most of the skin off both my thighs, my penis, my balls, and my stomach because that's how sore it felt. And ever since, I'm like, I'm never sitting in a toilet seat again. Once bitten, twice shy, darlings. I'm never doing it. So I didn't. So I've just been like basically sitting on the, on the, on the rim, just being a rimmer from a young age. So. The, the porcelain around my upstairs toilet, it's comfy, it's nice. I get a major leg spread, you know, just get some ploppage coming out. Just really drop the kids off the pool. Rat-a-tat-tat, you know what I mean? Get it done. Whereas downstairs, a bit more tight. You know what I mean? Tighter squeeze. Can't open my legs as fully as I like to open them. And here's the thing. I'm a, th- underneath, a front underneath ball sack butt wiper. <laughs> well... A front underneath ball sack butt wiper. That's what I do. I go through the front and I wipe because I feel like I can really get bent over, really get in it, really get it good, really get it clean. You know, that's what I feel like I can do. But downstairs, that's not possible. You know what I mean? I just need to, need to get at it from a different angle. So I end up doing this really strange technique of kind of half standing up but leaning forward, one hand on the wall, wiping from the back. 
Do you know what I mean? It's a very peculiar style. I've only ever done it once before, and it was in the bogs at Lavery's, but that was because the door in the toilet was broke, so I had to stand up to hold my hand against the door to stop people from coming in and seeing what I'm doing. Which, I mean, I shouldn't be embarrassed about because it's what you do in the toilet, is poo, but even still, you know, it, it's very undignified. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a pensioner whenever I'm in the toilet and somebody walks in at me. Like, I don't even like my wife coming in while I'm in the toilet because it's like, give me some decency. I don't have much. We don't, we're always, we, we be naked around each other. You sometimes come in when I'm in the shower, whatever, it's fine. Give me some dignity. Let me excrete in peace. Let me excrete in peace. And I mean, there's some things that you shouldn't share. Oh, whoa, I drank too much water there and it's just oh, widening my esophagus. Kind of like the poop, widen it, yeah. But, you know, you have some decency, you know what I mean? You don't want to be, you know, disturbed because there's nothing like when you're pooing, you're just, you're most vulnerable, you know? Because you're just doing something that's kind of gross but necessary. So. I'm doing this move, then I'm standing up, I'm crouching. I'm also acutely aware that there's no blind in my downstairs toilet, so my neighbours are probably looking at me doing what looks like a bizarre kind of snake-hipped squat whilst leaning forward, and it looks like I'm kind of like, it looks like I'm doing a sexy dance when really I'm just wiping my butt. And then it panics me, I'm like, oh no, what happens if there's some kind of severe, you know, explosion of some description, some kind of volcanic Pompeii-style disaster, and I just get frozen in time in this position. How would archaeologists explain that? And this is, the again, South African, because for some reason they all are, aren't they? They'd be like, this guy, we found him, I do not know what he was doing. Was he squatting? Uh, it, it's a peculiar squat because I think his spinal alignment would be slightly off because he's got his right hand forward, whereas his left hand is backwards, so there's a twist in his spine, his spine is twisted, and therefore you would also twist <laughs> your intercostal muscles, your spine, your intercostals would be twisted, you twist the intercostals in your spine, you would also twist <laughs> your erectus spinae, and your, I don't know why I'm going to Arnold in your erectus spinae, and it, see if you just say any accent and say body parts, it sounds like Schwarzenegger, you know, your erectus spinae, why am I always coming? No, so, yeah. He's there, he's fine. his hand is forward, it's back. Erect the spine eye. <laughs> he's got his intercostal muscles. It's just all pulling a strange direction to be doing a squat. It looks a bit like he's doing a shut. <laughs> he's doing, but I mean, it makes no sense to be shutting, almost standing up. It's bizarre. So I just think this is a weird guy. He's a strange character. And I think we should just leave him where he is, which is encased in cement in the basalt. <laughs> leave him there. So yeah, that's a panic. That's the lead-in to this week's weird podcast. And is it 20 minutes that I've been talking shit about? Yeah, it is. So... <laughs> We're here, we're 20 minutes into the Weird Podcast, and hey, it's like near midnight or whatever. So, what do I have to plug? Gigs, guys, I'll start off this week. I am in Derry, London Derry, Stroke City. Hashtag don't care because I'm not headlining. And uh, I'm there on Thursday. 
in the brickworks in Derry. Now, if I don't get enough money to at least pay my petrol, I'm going to riot. Shouldn't probably say that because they're legit riots in Derry and that's not a laughing matter. But it just means I'm going to kick up a fuss. You know, I'm not going to actually riot. I'm just going to be cross. You know, because it's a long journey. You know, it's long there. I'm going to turn up. I'm going to have a gas. I'm going to have a laugh. You know, but I'm there on Thursday at Brickworks. And guess what? I'm going to be very funny. So if you're in that region, that vicinity, turn up. Um, on Friday, I am in court in the courthouse in Antrim, I haven't actually done anything wrong or been caught for it yet, haha, <laughs> criminality jokes, and that'll be a nice time, that is an aid of the neonatal unit, so I mean, very worthy cause, I am there with my man Colin Murphy, so that'll be enjoyable, and then next week, the 19th of September, Pug Ugly's Comedy Club is back, and guess what, from the 19th of September, it's going weekly, baby, so it'll be back every Thursday, up until the 12th of December, whenever, you know what, Daddy needs to get into the festive spirit, he needs a break, so I can do that, I'm looking forward to that, Colin Geddes is headlining, I say headlining, he's actually running his safe space show at Pug Uglies, and I mean, Colin's killing it, you know, you want to get there, you want to see it, you want to have a real good time, you know, that's what you can do at Pug Uglies, of course go and see all the shows, and buy tickets for his SSA Arena show, I mean, wasn't sufficient that he did it once, he's doing it twice, you know, because he's a good guy, cares about you, get a ticket, go see the show, and then, speaking of tickets and shows, The Weird Podcasts, episode 100, is live, we are in the black box, I have already started putting some stuff together, because you guys wanted it, you know, it's one of these things where you're like, hey look, the, the children, you know, once again, parenting, it's like, listen, you say to your child, look, are you sh- do you want to drink whiskey, do you? Mm, think you're a big shot? You think you're, mm, you want to drink whiskey? Go ahead. There's going to be consequences. That's the same as what happened to you guys. You're like, we want a live podcast. There's going to be a live podcast. I've got segments worked out. I've got some weird stuff. There will be some video content of some description, you know. It's going to be a pretty interesting show. It's all going to be devised by my own mind. So, I mean, hey, there's going to be some stuff that I'm sure will be great. Other stuff, maybe not. But, hey, we are going to be doing it. And please, if you're a real weirdo, listen to it, enjoy it, get your tickets to the black box and come and see the live podcast. Because I'm only doing it because you just bully me into it. My Patreon people you got to come or I'll be really cross. Do you know, some of the Patreon people getting a bit, bit peeved. They're like, well, do we get any discounted tickets? No, because it's not there. These are genuine weirdos. You're supporting the podcast and I appreciate it, but I don't really have any perks other than early ticket sales and content that's going to be very bespoke and very organised to the Patreon and getting all that sorted right now. So you'll start seeing better things from me. You will. So, anyway, listeners' questions. I feel like um, I feel like this this podcast. Considering I didn't have a wild lot to talk about, I feel like we're fairly we're motoring. You know, we're motoring through all right. And to be fair, I'm sleepy. I work in the morning. I'm getting up to go to the the. I say the gym. I'm not going to the gym. I'm full air. I'm going into my garage because I got new gear, got a new step, and got a new kettlebell this week. So. I know I have, I've like I've a kid enough garage to fully do a circuit like, 
which means all I really need. I need. I feel like now I'm no longer having to travel to Lisburn every morning and home, that I'll get more time to work out and see my family, so life will be better. You know, I'm excited about that. So anyway, listeners' questions. Glenn Lindsay has said, is North London going to be red or white this weekend? Think the Gooners will struggle without a Wobie's firepower up front? Well, guess what, man? I predict that London is going to be pink because it's a mix between between red and white because it, it was a draw because I recorded the podcast on Monday after the game. Yeah, Arsenal should have won because uh, we kind of gifted Spurs two goals, but hey, we're not talking about football because this is a weird podcast. Not a sportcast. <laughs> anyway... Stephen has said, what is your ideal hangover meal? You know what? Back in the day when I was a more frequent drinker than I am nowadays, back in the days when I had no children, no, and I said no child, but then I corrected myself. And back in the day when I had no children, which is some sort of like medieval chat, I don't know, it's like the actual chat of a troll, you know. Back in the day when you have no children and you live under the bridge and you're absolutely jacked and you're entering the Mr. Trollympia contest and you're completely naked with a buzz cut and loads of Ron Seal all over your balls and dick. You could do what you want, you know. But um, back in the day when I drank, my ideal hangover meal was really a foot-long Subway. You know, on Italian herb and cheese bread. We're talking chicken and bacon ranch. You get that on. You, get, you say, look, no spicy cheese. Papa hungover, give me regular cheese, but give me double that. Double up on the cheese, I need extra cheese. Thank you, put some some lettuce, some onion on top. Bit of Southwest sauce, bish, bash, bosh. Don't mix it up too much. Too many flavours is a problem. Too many flavours is a problem for me with a hangover, you know? And then you go like, get a bottle of Mountain Dew. Cheese Doritos, fucking deal with it. Get it down your rat. Maybe if you're really, really hungover, you get a couple of cookies as well. And that would be what I would have got for hangover nowadays. I know. I tell you what, I love red wine. Like, I really... I love it. I was going to say, I love it. I'm in a relationship with Rouge. <laughs> I was I don't know. What, what am I even doing? I'm in a relationship with Rouge. I love it. Drink, drink, drink. But no, anytime I drink too much red wine, I just get such a fucking hangover. Apart from when I was a Colin and Maureen Geddes' wedding, and they had this special red wine which was made by a guest and it was quite nice red wine but it was quite liquidy red wine now what do you mean by that i mean there wasn't a lot of sediment to it it was nice it tasted good but it felt like it was hydrating you too that's the only time that i really remember not having a really sore like prune head like you feel like your brains just had all the liquid sucked out of it and you're just walking about with your eyes closed you know you're walking about like your jack nicholson hey how are you feeling? Not so good. But nowadays I just really drink water. I have this new drink that I make. I just mix Baraka Dioralite water naked and then just take a load of Ibrufen and a load of Paracetamol. That's what I did before I recorded this podcast. Had a really sore head. Sore teeth, even. You know, like, what the fuck? You know, it's bad enough when you have a sore head, but then your teeth are, like, your actual jawbone sore. So just give me a couple of Paracetamol, give me a couple of Ibrufen, a load of water. Sleep it out. That'll be me. But, yeah. Subway, hard to beat with a hangover. Only thing is, when you're hungover, you burp a lot. And Subway's repeat on you for up to 12 days. After you eat them, you're like, oh, Italian herb and cheese there. Yep, Southwest. 
yeah, there's a herb and cheese again. But that would be my ideal hangover meal, Stephen. Thank you for asking. My boy Wilson David Davidson. I, I sleepy can't read Wilson Davidson and said. Bon dia, El Papi Pump. Seeing as this is the weird podcast and we are the weird community, what's the weirdest fact you know offhand? <laughs> well, I saw a trailer for the new film, Joker, starring Jacqueline Phoenix. I'll tell you what, I'm, I, I don't know why this are asked for it. I'll tell you what, I'm really looking forward to seeing the boy. Seeing what the boy can do. Absolutely, can't wait to see... Jack and Phoenix in the boy perform and the new film, The Joker, absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him do that. Um, I think he's a great actor, and I feel like Jared Leto fucked the Joker, so it's I know I want to see him bring it back, and it's a stand-up comedian. I'll, I feel like I'll be really invested in this film, which leads me to answer your question, Wilson Davison. What is the weirdest fact you know offhand? The weirdest fact involves. Jacqueline Phoenix, Jacqueline Phoenix, Jacqueline Phoenix, Jacques, whatever. His name's not Jacqueline, Jacqueline Phoenix. It's Jacqueline Bottom. Yep. The Phoenixes are actually the Bottoms. Their original birth name is Bottom. Wasn't River Phoenix? River Bottom. Jacqueline Bottom. The Bottoms. Jack and Bottom. Sounds like something you do with a peg, you know, jacking your own bottom, just pumping the prostate, and yeah. So there you go. That's the, the, the weirdest fact that I know of hand. I don't know why it's reminding me of, um, speaking of weird, um, I bought Holly uh, a toy at the weekend, a fire engine, because she picked it, you know, off the shelf when she was feeling a bit sick. So I was like, look, she really wants this. This fire engine has a song attached to it and um, the plays when you, you you use it and just listen to it it's the worst lyric and rhyming of a song i've ever heard it's a fire engine listen to this sorry what was that one more time Yeah, exactly. Let's fight the fire. Say the people with the ladders, quick, 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 on the way to fight the big fire. You know, just employ somebody that's not steaming to do the voiceover for you. Tycho, all right? Do that moving forward. Anyway, <coughs> Brian Reed has said, the merits of being stranded driving an electric car and tagged my friend Stephen. Now, Brian Reed, great man, the father of my friend Stephen, who has just acquired an electric car. So what I'm imagining from that is Stephen's not quite charged his electric car correctly and therefore has ended up stranded. Here's the thing. Just just go with Trump, you know. Believe in Trump. Climate change is fake. It's fake news. It's not happening. Just drive the biggest car with the biggest engine, pump a diesel into it and vroom. You know, just do that. No need to worry about just being run out of electric. You know, if Apple make it, you'd be, you know, it'll look sleek. It'll be a real cool car. And then after probably five minutes, you know, when you leave the driveway, you need to charge it again. And an Apple car would be the worst. But, you know, I definitely think there should be some kind of 
backup plan to an electric car like you should get those hybrid ones but then really there's some petrol in it that only uses the electric and then when you're fucked the petrol kicks in and goes aye cars are supposed to have petrol mate don't know why that sounded like a wild cat not the noise of an engine you gotta have petrol and then the wee wild cat the sassy car wild cat walks past yeah I definitely think I need to know more about the story. Stephen, I will be in touch to find out what exactly happened to you in your electric car. Again, he's got two kids. Hopefully they weren't stuck in an electric car as well. Here's another thing. If the electric car drives through puddles, does everyone die? I know. I'm not, I don't know. Why am I a comedian? That's the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. Nathan Concilia said, Yo, yo, Dave guy. As a newly employed chef guy, I'm busting my balls, bringing burritos to the boys at Bangor. But what I'd like to know is this, when are we getting a comprehensive ranking of Bangor's breakfast eateries? My vote for top spot has to be Creme Bakehouse. You know what? I could probably do it. I might have to do it again with a notepad. Let people at Bangor know, hey, there's a big guy coming to town, he's going to rate your fries. You know what I mean? He's going to be sucking on your sausages, dipping in your eggs, and busting on your bacon. Because <laughs> that's what I do with my fries. I love it so much. Mm. But I mean, I think... <sighs> I'm struggling at the minute to know what's the best. Initially, I thought maybe the Guillemot, but I think their their fries are too fancy. Creme was great. Big, thick, fat sausages. Nice dippage. Again, the Esplanade's an underrated spot. It does a good breakfast. Weird sausages look like dog shit, but they taste very nice. And congratulations, Nathan, to getting your, your job as a burrito slinger. I mean... I did see you the other day when I drove past, but beep the horn, but you're too busy busting out burritos for the bad boys of Bangor and their bitches and brothers, you know? So I left you to it, but anytime I come past and I see, and I see my boy Nathan Cosilla, I will beep my horn like this. Beep, beep. <laughs> no, in fact, I'll have a bespoke beep. I'll go beep, beep, beep. So listen out for that, Nathan. But yeah, I'll, I'll maybe get back into, into Bangor's breakfast scene and see what's what's cracking. If anyone's got any recommendations of spots that have not been in Bangor, I'd be impressed because I've been everywhere. I love breakfast. Johnny Max, my man, I said, Hey Dave, during my final year project at uni, I was in a lab with an exchange student from China. Oh no, this is going to go down a very weird path. It became apparent that he had availed of the Asian people's custom of taking on English names when abroad and he introduced himself as Maverick Yap. Believe it or not, I used to do um, stand-up in China, you know, whatever. And when I was there, I was actually given a Chinese name. Um, it was weird because they also called me Dave, but they, they called me you, you, you So Fat as well. Um, <coughs> but it was weird because they like would still use my normal name and be like, oh, You So Fat Dave, You So Fat Dave. And I'd be like, that's cool, you, you know both my names and I appreciate that. So your question is, what is my favourite Tom Cruise movie? Hmm. Tom Cruise has been in a few bangers, like, you know, he said, I enjoyed Jack Reacher more than a lot of people did, but my favourite Minority Report, I love that shit scene when it first came out, I thought this is actually a really great film. And also, it's basically the way technology has got now. You know, all the touch screen and all, who'd have thought that it would have ever gone to that? But that's the way it is, you know. And I I enjoyed it thoroughly. So yeah, Minority Report would be my favourite Tom Cruise film. Um, Chris Barr 
Hey Dave. Hey Dave. How you doing? Um, hope you're well. Here's this week's weird news story. Um, oh no. I think I've seen this story. It's sad. But also amusing. Um, let me see. I'm getting it up here. It's the story of my life. Um, kids get werewolf syndrome from taking dodgy medicine in Spain's Costa del Sol. Oh no, poor kids. Um, let me see. Some 16 children have developed werewolf syndrome after being handed contaminated medication in the Costa del Sol. Mm. The kids were diagnosed with the condition after taking dodgy omeprazole, a medicine to help people with acid reflux. The batches consumed by the kids were mixed with a drug that promotes hair growth on alopecia patients. Oh no. Spanish health bosses now reportedly withdrawn the contaminated project. Pro, project? Product from circulation. You know, there's just a load of photos of... Um, oh, these are just not the actual people in that have suffered it, but these are just people who actually have werewolf syndrome, which is just where you have hair growing all over your face. Like, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> it's believed that the, Ma- the Malaha-based pharmaceutical firm, Pharmacomintia... Well, I'll have to do my Spanish narrator's voice... It's believed that the Malaha-based pharmaceutical firm Pharmacoimingan Sotocel bought the dodgy drugs from India. Of course, India are dodgy drug gags. Like, you don't trust those Indians mixing up the pharmaceutical projects. You know what I mean? You don't trust them on that. Um, but the growth has resulted in the kids. Yeah, there's a lot of hairy-faced people. The Wolfman. Offensive. You know, offensive to say. You got hair all over your face. Ear wolf. You know, just just a hairy face guy. Like I'm a hairy face guy, albeit my hair, you know, doesn't grow all over my face. But it's definitely not a sweet condition. It's not something you would like as a look. You know, obviously I could do some with some for my bald bonds. But the question Chris wants to know this week is: Have you ever experienced any weird side effects after taking anything? Mm. See, again, I'm not a big drug guy. Um, haven't really had too many weird side effects at all. The other night, I just got up off my seat too quick and felt super dizzy. You know what I mean? That's a side effect of being just too quick for my organs. You know, my brain and all my internal organs were not able to function as quick as my body, but that's just me. Um, when I was younger, I used to be, I thought, allergic to coconut. You know, I just thought any time I had it, I was sick. Just turns out it was picky. Wasn't allergic. It's like, this flavor's not for me. But I'm not having it. Either that or else the thing that I got given with coconut in it was also off. But, I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of like a, a stern-stomached guy, you know? Helen, 8 star, said, Who should attend the perfect weird dinner party? And would you? And what would you serve? I saw Shane's TV show. Oh, now, I don't know if that's you being really sly there, Helen, or you just let me know how I saw Shane's TV show. But, um, yeah, she, previously she and Todd was on, so it's on iPlayer. Check that out. It was a nice wee show that he did. But who would attend the perfect weird dinner party? That's tough, you know, because there's a lot of weird people out there. I mean, you'd probably have the, the unofficial winner of the, the Weird Champions League of Weird, um, the, the cat man. You know, he was just a guy who decided, hey, I want to look like a cat. 
then once he paid for all the surgery to make him look like a cat, he was like, oh, no, what have I done? I've only gone and made myself look like an actual cat. Bollocks. And then he ended up dying because I don't think your body should go through that much surgery without having an effect on your organs. I don't think he may have shot himself, but, I mean, you know, both have a bad effect on you. But I would invite him there. Um, who else is a pretty weird guy? Probably invite uh, Kanye West. He would be interesting. Um, I would invite... Terry Nutkins springs to mind. Hulk Hogan, just because he's got the long back and sides haircut. Um, and I would serve up... I'd, it would all depend. I'd actually, I actually can't present a bad meal. You know, I can't have guests around and not put in the effort. So, I mean, I would probably serve mixtures of cuisines. I'd probably serve a chicken paprikash from Hungary. You know, that's a bit weird but surprising. I'd maybe make a, a nice jellied jelly with uh, worms in it. But, like, you know, the cola worms? Because, I mean, hygiene and stuff, you can serve real worms. Um i definitely invite uh, Robert Mugabe because um, that's what I look at, you know, when I'm online, wonder what he's up to. Be keen to catch up with him. <clears throat> Talk about chiropracting my back and see if he would understand, but then he would be like, you are a white man. I hate you. I just did a robot voice for him because I realised that when I was going to do voice of Robert Mugabe, nearly did a Mandela, and that would be inappropriate. Um... John Joe Flood, my, my man. Good afternoon, big poppy pump. It's been a hot minute since I asked my last question. Hope all is well with you, mummy bear and baby bear. Really nice question, John Joe. Appreciate that. Although I'm sure you're proud of the money toad on a show on BBC through the week, my question is for you. Did somebody dare him to wear that jacket? Yeah, again, on previously, Shane Todd is just, like... I mean, I always say to him, just stick to what you know. You know, wear what you're comfortable in, wear what suits you, wear what will not have people talking about it. Yet for some reason, he turned up and wore a sand shacket. Now, I just coined that term, which is, is it a shirt? Is it a jacket? Nah, it's a shacket. But I think his, his shirt was probably something else. It started with an S and an H. Shit, not a good choice. He should have worn like this nice t-shirt or a black jacket. You know what I mean? Listen to me, the fashionista, the fashion expert. Anyway, guys, it's extremely late. It's half 12. You know, I had to take a break during that podcast because Holly started crying and I had to race up. And luckily, I had the spare dummy on the side. Popped that in her mouth and that was it. But guys, again, it's been an enjoyable podcast. I appreciate you listening. I want you to share the podcast. I want to see it on Instagram stories. I want to see it retweeted. I want to see you getting behind the weird podcast. Ask me questions. Get me community questions. Let's get you jobs. Nathan Concilia has got a job. Has Emer got a boyfriend yet? I don't know. But guys, let's all get behind it and get to the Black Box website. Buy tickets to the show on the 29th of September. I'm going to have treats. Not actual treats, unless all my patrons like, we want actual treats, and I'll probably fucking do actual treats. But guys, sorry I was late this week. Hopefully I've made it up to you by talking shite. 
and I hope you enjoyed it. I felt it was a nice one tonight. Again, I didn't think I had much energy, didn't think I had much libido, didn't think I had much machismo. Guess what? I'm a pro, I do. All right, guys, see you next week. God bless.